Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only True Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republic of Mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the Intellectual Nubin Minkari, this is Mentalist Radio, and uh, tonight, tonight we're going to be discussing the name Amen. How we know that the, uh, that Amun is the name of our race and not human? Before I start, I need to know if everyone can hear me, if I'm coming in clear. I want to make sure I'm coming in clear. Make sure I'm coming in clear. Okay. All right. Good, good. All right. All right. I'm I'm doing a more of a you know upgrade on this because I kind of discussed this topic before, but I'm going to give this as a definitive broadcast. Um, man and mankind. You've heard it many times. You've heard the so-called white man describe or make reference to man and mankind when he made his so-called uh, trip to the moon. He said one giant step for man. Another giant step for mankind. In other words, he just he differentiated man from mankind. Why did he do that? Why did he acknowledge man and mankind? You would think that man and mankind is the same thing. Not so. In the description of the human race, they always show Caucasians as the first humans, even though we know that the Caucasians are linked to the East Indies. I told you the identifying marker on all humans is the straight hair, the animal fur. On top of their head That is the identifying mark of all humans Right And I told you that identifying mark Is within the dark skinned East Indians The uh, So called Asians Asians, Japanese, Chinese And the Caucasians Right, the Asiatic people They are all linked by that genetic marker to their head they were not given our hair for a reason, reason being because they have the animal genetic in them, the animal DNA in them, which is why they were not given our hair. And our hair, this, and our hair was different from theirs as a genetic marker to who we were. It has never been disputed that so-called black people were the first people, uh, living beings on earth. Right, the first living beings, yet we are not defined as humans because, as I said before, they already have within the human race a black race. So where do we fit in? Now, they have never showed us in the evolutionary chart. Never. Within the human race, they have never showed us in the evolutionary chart. Why is that? Because we are not part of the evolutionary chart of the human race. That's why they never show black people in there. They only show white people or dark-skinned, white, dark-skinned humans, which is really your East Indians, they'll show you. They'll show you their evolution from monkeys to homo sapiens, right? And in there you'll see the East Indians and whatnot. But that's all part of mankind right there. Mankind means that they were made in the image of a man, you see. They were made like a man. It's like that... um, the prefix they put on it when somebody say, you know, Jew-ish or white-ish, man-ish, meaning that you are derivative of another being, another man. You are from another man. 
So if you are from another man and you do not look like the man that you are from and you classify yourselves as human, which originally meant created man, then that would be your mankind. So now who is man? If mankind is the derivative of man, out of man, then who is man? That's the question. Is this man human? Can this man be classified as human? You see? Can this man be classified as human? Can the first man be classified as human if humans were created in the image of the first man? So is the first man human if you're talking about man and mankind? You got our, our people who are walking the earth, and like I said, nobody looks like us. From our features to our skin complexion to our hair, nobody looks like us. And they already admitted that we're the first people. So we can't be the human race because they already got a black race within the human race. They call the East Indies. That's your black race within the human race. That's mankind. They already acknowledge that our genetic is more evolved than everybody else's. They already acknowledge that. Look it up. Your scientists acknowledge. So for those of you who need Caucasian um, verification, they already acknowledge that our people were the first. We are the dominant genetic. So we can't be what they are because we would look like how they look. We would have straight hair like them. We wouldn't have this carbon makeup in our skin. We wouldn't have these features like we do. We have distinctive features. Everybody else's features are the same. Everybody else here who is of the human race, their features are the same. The same straight animal fur that they call hair. The same no lips, nose, none of that stuff. Same flank skin, you see. Flaccid. Right? Weak like type skin. Our skin has a rich tone to it. Now, the oldest civilization, one of the oldest civilizations on earth is the so called white man acknowledged with the Omecs who were originally referred to as the old men. They were referred to as the old men. Now, old men, the Amun, because I said before the name Amun did not come from Egypt. It came through Egypt. The ancient Kemites always said that Amun was a deity from on high, meaning a race of beings, but they never showed you any spook beings. They showed you actual people, advanced people, Right, and they show this Amun as the king or the ruler of the gods, or as they, as the white men call them, gods or deities. But these were advanced beings. That's all. And the Sumerian is where you get the end within the word Amen, or it comes through that word because they were piecing languages together when the Amun presented themselves. Today, the word Amun has survived. The name Amun has survived. Centuries and centuries and centuries of evolution or change and going through this word lasted just like the word human lasted. Humans are bearing witness and bowing down to amen when they seal their prayers off. So who are the amen who they are bowing down to? Who are the amen that they're giving praise to when they seal their prayers off? Because that's truly who they're praying to when they seal their prayers off. This is why all three of the religions kept the name amen in their prayers and their religious factors because that is the true Lord or the race of Lords that they're praying to. And that would be our people. There has to be a race comes before the human race because who was the human race created in the image of if there was no race before them? I mean, does that make sense? There has to be a race before the human race 
if the human race was made in their image. And if the human race was made in their image and the human race are lesser than those people who they were created in the image of, then that means that those people are not human. Then you trace it back to the white man who talks about human evolution. He don't put all people in human evolution. You've never seen an evolutionary chart with black people. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me, producer, don't, don't, don't give me no made-up chart right now where they're trying to include black people. This is something they, knew, they, they did newly because they got tired of hearing the argument that black people are another race, another species. So they got tired of hearing that black people are not part of the human evolution and the genetic. So you know now they want to try to throw black people in there. They, that's something new they did. That's something they made up. Because we, again, we can't, they can't trace us to no monkeys and apes. That's a lie. They can't trace us to that. They trace themselves to that. Now, again, you can still see the monkey and the ape in these people. You can see the straight hair, no lips, pale skin, and some of them got the dark skin. We don't have that. Monkeys and gorillas don't have lips, don't have noses, don't have flat noses, thick lips. They don't have woolly hair. So how are we coming from them? How do we go from recessive being monkeys with straight hair to woolly hair? And if that's so, and that's how the humans, how come the humans don't have woolly hair? If that's supposed to be a natural evolution where you go from uh, a recessive straight animal hair to woolly, this woolly crown, then how is it that the humans don't have that? How don't they have it? We, If we all the same. If they saying we came from apes and monkeys and we, you know, our hair became like like this through what what process did it come through? Where's our lips come from? Where's our hair come from? That's not that's not connected to the monkeys. The monkeys still have the white man still has the same genetic features as the monkey. No lips, straight hair, pale skin, and all the and the Asians as well. Look at the Asians. And again, not to disrespect nobody, them people like monkeys, man. Not to be funny and whatnot, they look like primates. The Asians and the Caucasians like primates and uh, your, East, your East Indians. They got the same thing. We don't look like monkeys. Monkeys don't have woolly hair. They don't have thick lips. They don't have dark skin like us bronze-type skin. Where 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 at? So then that means our people have to be a totally different species. You see the connection between the human race, a.k.a. mankind. So who's man? If man came before mankind, who was mankind created in the image of? Hmm. They've been trying to figure out for a long time why are so-called black people here on earth. They've been trying to figure it out for long. Y'all don't know that, but they have. This guy even asked a question when they was doing the ancient aliens thing. He asked the question, you know, the guy, the white boy with the crazy looking hair, the white guy with the crazy looking hair who does ancient aliens. He asked the question, why black people? What, why are they here on the planet? What are they? So when they, if he asked that question, obviously that's a question that's always been on Caucasian people's minds. See, because they can look at Asians and see a, uh, uh, they can look at Asians and East Indians and see a common denominator in the fur. Yeah, that guy right there that y'all putting up that clown. You see, he's asked why black people. So what they're really saying is they don't know what you are. They're looking at your hair. They're looking at your hair, your skin, everything, your lips, your nose. Where are you from? You cannot be from the same origin as they are. They still looking to touch your hair to this day when you bronze women have your hair out and natural, um, natural, your natural hair out. A lot of these Caucasian women is looking to still touch your hair. They still touching the hair of your children like a deity. They looking at you and they want to touch your hair like a deity, and that's something regular to you. Why do you think that? 
Why do you think that is? Because they're saying by looking at you and touching your head, that's not a normal thing, that you are something else. You are another species. You can obviously see that. I mean, if at this point I got to still tell y'all we're not the same as the rest of the human race, that we're not even part of the human race, we're a whole different species, that don't, that don't strike a chord. I mean, that's not one of the light bulb moments, the aha moments. When I said the reason why there is racism is because we're not part of the human race that has nothing to do with color, has nothing to do with color. Because like I said, they, they accepted the East Indians as their family. They cool with the East Indians. They cool with the, they, they cool with the Asians. They darker than the Caucasians. So why did they accept them if it's a color thing? They're not, we're not the same people, man. It's more than a color thing, but it's, it's a species thing. It's a species thing. Again, they don't want to admit that we are the descendants of those beings who projected down here. They don't want to admit that. They don't want to admit that we are descendants of those beings that projected down here. So now, when our people was making reference to the almond came coming from the skies, because that's what they made reference to the almond as. They made reference to them as beings that came from the sky. It's the same account of the Anunnaki. It's the, what you're calling the Anunnaki is the almond race. Same fourth dimensional beings that projected down here through solar projection as a race of almond. First race. A race of almond. Because the almond would have to begat human. Now, men and women who are of a projection, of an omni projection, a continuous projection, who project on higher levels and higher dimensions and things like that, the name Amon would fit. Where did we pick that name up at? That's not something people just thought up. You see? And then if it was just a name that was thought up, why did it last this long? Why is it still here? Why is it still being used by the people in religion? Why are they still sealing off their prayers with it? That tells you something. Because, see, mankind, they keep things alive. Mankind keeps words alive, certain phrases alive. They kept the name Amen alive. The Catholic Church made sure they kept the name Amen alive because they know who and what Amen is. They know that Amen is not a god. Amen is not some unseen being. They knew exactly what Amen was or is and who Amen continues to be as a race. Again, the Amen were never described as one individual. They weren't. You see, look at the word Amen. Amen was described, the word men is plural. Is it not? Men is plural. Men also includes women. Men and women. Men also includes women. It's plural. Man or human, that man can be plural as well, but and, but it can also be singular. Men is never singular. So even when you, you can't even refer to somebody as a, in a single person as men. You, when you say men, you're going to automatically think collective or a group of people, right or wrong. When you say men, you're going to automatically think of a group of people. That's for a reason. How we think and our association with words is for a reason. You see, amen denotes a collective group because, as I said, the word men is a plural. It is not a singular word. It's not like man. I wouldn't refer to a, a, a single person as men. 
if there's an amen, then that means that that is a collective group. And it goes right back to what the ancients said about this God. You know, I'm just using the terminology so-called white man used as amen being the God of gods or the king over kings, a group of people and things like that, was described as a man. And the amen ray or the receiver was described as a man, shown as a man, with an erect phallus. You see, and again, going back to the ancient world, Egypt, Sumeria, Mesopotamia, you know, these names came to these people or through these people. They've always said they've had encounters with advanced beings, beings that look like them. They said that, beings who were creator beings on earth, right? And they carried that name in. They carried the name in. That's what they said. They carried the word in. So when you see the word in key and lil as Lord, it is connected to beings. The word in is connected to people given names as attributes. The word in. Okay. So when you take the in, which in this in the ancient Sumerian all that, they said the word in means Lord, and then you think about how they talk about in religion up to this day talking about praising the Lord or the overseer, what would that be other than Amun? What would that be other than Amun? Now, people will say Amun is some ancient deity, some ancient God. Okay, let's go with that for a minute. That's because that's the white man's interpretation of what Amun is, some ancient deity or some God. Why are they still using the name then? If that's an ancient deity and God, and they and they 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 say that's not that's a false god, that's a that's a pagan god. Why are they still using the name to seal their prayers? If they believe that Allah is God, Jesus is God, Jehovah Yahweh, Yahweh Shah, why are they still sealing their prayers off with Amen? Who is Amen? Who is Amen? Who is Amen? Why did the Greeks and the Romans attach the name Amun onto their gods when they started putting their gods, their fictitious gods, uh, uh, Jupiter and Zeus? You know they would attach the name Amun onto their gods. And even their Caesars would attach the name Amun onto their name because they wanted to be associated with a god race, a race of beings who, that, who, they, looked, who they saw in the ancient Kemites. They saw them as a race of beings connected to this God race. So they, the Greeks and the Romans, also wanted to be connected to that God race. And I told you at the Vatican and Rome, they know who Amun is. They know who Amun is as a race, not as a God or a deity. That's why I told you these people don't believe in God and the devil. They really don't. What they do acknowledge is a race of beings on the upper dimension, upper level who they refer to as Amen, because they don't believe in no God, no devil. You see, that's that's just something they made up, that whole idea of good and evil, you see, because that was really just a form or a way of checking the behavior of the humans in their society. So they had to create this polarity of good and bad, positive and negative. But in all actuality, they don't believe that. The hierarchy of the church don't believe in God and the devil. They even came out and said it. But they kept Amun's name. Why? Why is Amun's name still invoked? Why is Amun's name stood the test of time and been carried forward in different languages from Amun, Amin? All these names, that name's been carried forward. You don't see Horus and Horus, Haru and 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 Bess and and all these other Egyptian deities' names being used. You don't see that. 
Only ones who revived that is the Egyptologists. They revived those names of the ancient, so-called ancient Egyptian deities. They revived those names. But why did Amun, you know, come out or why did Amun stand out from all of the rest? Answer, because the Amun are a real race, a race of lords, the race of lords who were referred to in the Sumerian Anunnaki, Enki, Enlil. It's really Inunaki, not An. It's Inunaki because the A and the E is interchangeable. It's Inunaki, a lord race. Inunaki, right? Or Inunuki. That's what that is. This is nothing but another way of saying Amen. The first man or the first men on earth, the race of men and women, were Amen. It makes all the sense in the world, you see, because it can't just be a name that you're just sealing off the prayer with because that's not what the original people who were saying it was saying about it. And when people try to date Amun's name and say, oh, you know, Amun, you know, uh, that was an ancient name from religion and whatnot. Well, the Egyptians didn't have a religion. The white man said that the Egyptians had a religion because that's all he understood when he came with a religion. By that time, they didn't, he didn't have, they didn't have any religion. What they had was law and order that they followed. That's what they had. They moved off of law and order, which is where your Israelites get the whole thing. Because your Israelites will tell you that they don't have a religion, that they follow law, statutes, and commandments. That's what the Israelites will tell you. Law, statutes, and commandments. Where do you think they got that from? That comes from the Egyptians. Because the Egyptians were a society that followed law, statutes, and commandments. Law and order. They followed that. And being that the Israelites, the so-called Israelites, were amongst them. They copied from the ancient Egyptians, and they created, they made their religion about law and order, and they took a lot of things from the ancient um, Kemites. And one of the names they took was Amen, because to close off your prayer with Amen means to seal off your true prayer with the name of the Lord, the Lord's name. You see, people will always say, well. Why do, you know, if all the religions believe in God and the devil, why do they have all these different names for God? Why don't they all have the same name? I said they do have the same name. They do have the same name. The name is Amen. That's the name that they have. That's just the true name. You see, that's why they made sure that the name stayed around. They kept it attached. The name Amen, they'll tell you, means the hidden. Look up the name. They say it says uh, so shall it be, but it, the real name, the real definition for it is hidden. The hidden, right? The hidden. Hidden as in what? Unseen, the mystery, right? The hidden. Now fast forward. When they called us black people, then I say the term black. The term black, when they called us black people, that wasn't by mistake. That was to hide, to do what? Hide our identity. When they called us black people, that was a way of hiding our identity, also filthying our people up and dirtying our people up by calling us black people. You see, that was a way of hiding our identity. So you see the correlation between the word hidden and us. You see that? By making us black people, the word the name the name black or the word black denotes hidden because you black things out. 
You see, remember I said the Caucasians love to black things out in their, uh, 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 in their important papers and things like in their documents, they black things out. They're famous for that goes back into the ancient time of them where they would just black out things. You see, when they use the term black, black is used in a form of hiding something hidden. That's why they use terms like black magic. You see, hidden magic. That's all that means. Black ops, exactly. Hidden operations. That's what black ops means, hidden operations. You see, that's all it means. So what is being hidden? What is being hidden about this almond? What is being hidden about these people who are called black people? What is the correlation? The Olmecs, old men. Why would they call themselves the old men people? And then you had people who were referred to in the, um, in the East as the almond people, as almond. So why were they calling themselves Amen? Was that from a higher source? Did they pick up something in their understanding of the word Amen? You see, you got to be able to read between the lines because a lot of times these niggas, they want you to say, you know, they want you to point to the so-called white man and say, see, the white man said that Amen is the name of the black race. See, that's what they're really waiting for. You see, when they ask, so how do you know Amun is, you know, our people and things like that? You got to read between the lines. If you can't figure this out by now, these same people can't figure out why they're being called black. They can't even figure that out. So you got to be able to read between the lines because they're not going to tell you everything. It's obvious. We got to put the puzzle together. And we don't have to make nothing up to make it match up because how I'm explaining to you, tell me that don't this don't sync up. Us as black people being the hidden people, the word Amen being meaning the hidden one or the hidden, something's being hidden. Something is a secret. What is that? The react, the, who our people truly are. Didn't the white man say that we're not really human? Obviously. Obviously. They said that we're not really human. We're not part of the human race. Now, for a time, we thought the name human or the word human represented the highest species on Earth, the most advanced species on Earth. That's why we wanted to be considered part of the human race, because we believed, we believed that the word almond, excuse me, the name human, because the white man told us that everybody's human. That's, 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 that's a lie. That's a lie that he came with. You're going to tell me you're going to look at our people and look at everybody else and say that we're still classified as the same? What do we really have in common with the rest of the human race? What do we have in common with them? What do we have in common with the Caucasian, with the Asian, the Eastern? I'm not talking about things that are relative. I'm talking about what we have in common. We don't have the same features. We do not have the same hair. We don't even really have the same blood type as these people. We don't. Over time, I'm going to even debunk that thing of us having the same bloodline as the humans. We don't have the same blood as the humans. We do not. Because, again, if we were the same, and that's, that's just a lie the white man tells to try to link us with them. Because, see, in linking us with them, but then he shows that you're not really with them because if you were really with them and they saw you as the same, why do they treat you the way they treat you? Why do they treat you as outcasts? I mean, I got to go over this again. I've touched on this before, but sometimes you got to, you know, redrill it into the minds of people. Why do they treat us as outcasts if we're part of the human race? Please don't say it's color. It don't have nothing to do with the color of your skin. It has nothing to do with that. Why are we treated as outcasts? 
because we're not what they are. They see it every day, and they see the differences. And like I said, even down to the point where they say if somebody mixed they see with them, they say if you got one drop of black blood, you black. You see, that's how strong our genetic material is. They say if you got one drop of black blood and you, you mix, you black. You ain't white no more. You ain't, as they say, pure no more. You're not human anymore. You don't, if you got one drop, and you know that, the one drop rule. Because you know one, one drop of our blood into something, one drop of our genetic into something changes the whole genetic material. You'll see that's where the grades come from. That changes the whole genetic material. They're not white no more. You drop our, our blood inside of the Asian, they're not Asian no more. They toward us now. They're looking like us now. That's how strong our genetic is. You see, we drop a little bit of our blood inside of it. We change everything. Ain't no more Asian no more. Ain't no more Caucasian no more. Ain't no more East Indian no more. Some of our blood is dropped in there. You'll see remnants of their genetic in, in our material with the, with the mixed seed, but that we not that's not the same no more. That's why they know. That's why they didn't want to mix their seed with us, because they know once they mix their seed with us, then they would become us. But now in this last, in these last days, it's safe for them to mix their seed with us and become us, because they would have to come back to the God race. They would have to come closer to the race of lords. They would have to come close closer in the genetic material to the race of lords to save them. So if we not human, then what are we? If we're not what they are, they're classified as human, created man, mankind. So what are we if we're not human, if not Amun? And again, all people now keep in mind the oldest civilization. They was wearing the name Amun and Omen and things like that, which is really just saying Amun. You see, what are we if we're not the Amun race? What are we if we're not? We're the first people, Right? We are the first people, and everybody comes from us, from our creation. Our genetic material is in everybody, you see. So what are we if we're not part of the human race? You even have people say, oh, well, see, the, the, the white man, they really, they really, we really humans, and they're not really part of the human race. That's not true. That's not true. What are, then what are they? If we're human and they're not human, then what are they? What would they be classified as? They're classified as mankind. They're classified as mankind. And we are really classified as man because we are not part of the creation of mankind. We're not part of the creation of mankind. When they go through the description of mankind evolving from monkeys, and that just shows you how simple-minded like you black people are because you don't even question that idea. You'll question me all up and down, and I don't have no problem with that about my 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 assertion of us being a whole different species of being that we're not human, you'll question that when I give the name Amen. But you don't question, and a lot of you so-called I love science people will sit up here and repeat this nonsense from the white man that monkeys and apes just evolved into mankind, evolved into the human race. Obviously, somebody had to manipulate that process. So who manipulated the process to take monkey genetics and splice it with some other genetics? Obviously, meaning the almond genetic to create the humans, to create the human race. Who else would be responsible for that if not us? Who else would be responsible for that? And like I said, I'm taking calls for those people who believe they're the same as the so-called human race because I'm the first one that brought this out, that we are the almond race. I'm the first one that brought this out. And like I said, in these days and times, don't look to the white man to validate or verify what I'm saying. 
because he's not going to do that. But he will say little things to let you know. He will let little things slip out and let you know that I'm on point with everything I'm saying. He just won't use the word amen because the word amen is hidden. It's hidden. Why is it hidden? Why is the meaning of the word hidden? Why is the word hidden from the people? Why do they not tell you the association that it has with the mankind and their religions and the name from the ancient world? Why won't they tell you the connection? How, how do you take a whole name that meant something else in the ancient world that had, was the name of a deity and then change it, change the name to so be it? How do you do that? How do you give that name a whole different meaning from the original from the original meaning? How do you do that? So if these people are willing to hide and lie on the name Amun, you see, because they say it means so be it, but then they give another definition of the hidden. If they're willing to lie about the origin of the name, what are they willing to lie about about the origin of the people who first had the name, who wore the name? truly wore the name as a species, as a race. What would they have to say about that? They're not going to say anything about that. They will let you keep on wondering if we all the same or thinking that we all the same when they show you that we're not the same. I'm going to even go to further with these things where they try out these different uh, vaccines and uh, uh, germ warfare on our people. They do that because they know that we are part of the Amun genetic. We're part of that race of Amun, those that race of as so-called "quote unquote" gods. We are extended from them, or connect, we're connected to them genetically. So, what do they want to do? They want to test out their viruses, their animal sicknesses on us to see if our genetic material can fight against it. Because they, by them doing that, they bear witness that we got a stronger genetic material than them. That's why they do it. They don't want to test nothing on themselves because they know they got weak genetics. So what do they do? They want to they want to use our genetic material because they know our genetic material is not what their genetic material is. So if our genetic material is not the same as theirs, then obviously we're a different species. Obviously we're not the same if we don't look the same on the outside. We, that means we're not the same on the inside. We have things that are relative, but it's not the same. So what are we? We're not mankind. So that means we must be man. We must be the first men and women that walk the planet. And they all but said that. They all but said that. Just scientists have said. I think they even said, you know, we're the most, we're the only evolved, or they they use the word human. We're the only evolved species on the planet, so-called black people. We're the only evolved species. So what is that saying about the rest of the human race? What is that saying about them? That they were created from something else, that they are a chip off of something else. They are the uh uh what do you say, the um the uh, um suffix, I guess you call that the suffix. You say or the prefix. They're the prefix of the ish. You see, they're the prefix of the ish. You see. When something is not white, it's whitish. It's off white. It's whitish. When something is not really Jew, uh, um, Jew, Jew, Jew um, uh, Judah, so-called Judah, can, or it becomes what? It's Jewish. It's not totally uh, a Jew. It's Jewish. It's not totally white. It's whitish. 
It's not totally black. It's blackish. You see? So keep that in mind. If the humans are not what we are, then they are mankind. They are mankind. If they're not looking as we look, those who are projected through the sun onto this planet, then they are not who we are, and they do not have the same origin as we have. Why don't they ever do an evolutionary chart on black people? Where is the evolutionary chart on black people since these scientists know so much? Where is the evolutionary chart? We've seen the evolutionary chart on the white race, the human race, which the so-called white race, when they just put themselves up, that means by proxy the human race. That means that that includes the East Indians, the Asians, because the Caucasians are the leaders, the heads of the human race. The Caucasians are the head tribal leaders of the human race, especially your Caucasian Jew, your Zionists. They sit at the top of the human food chain. <coughs> they sit at the top. You see, there's a human food chain. And also, if you notice, they give those people so-called white or Caucasian status here, people who are of the human race, you can't get that. And the reason you can't get that is because you're not of the human race. They use white as a, you know, as a um, white race as a replacement for human race. You see, because it'll look funny for them to say, oh, no, 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 I'm in allowed. This is only for humans. So it's better for them to say no black people allowed. This is only for white people which is even more confusing because our skin is not black. So how are we black people if our skin is not black? How are we black people? What does that mean? These people will sit up here and question me on why I say we the almond race and that we are that race of almond beings. They'll question me on that, but they can't even answer why they're being referred to as black and what the name almond meant and what the name almond meant as far as the hidden. Genetically, genetically, from our people's lineage going back into the ancient world, we are the Amun race going back before we projected on this planet. And if that name goes back into the ancient world, there was a time where those people came from someplace. And if they're using the name Amun as the highest name or the highest form of a deity or a lord or whatever, obviously that's a name that was before they came about. That name came through them, not from them. Now, because they never said that Amun was some being on earth like them. They never said that. They never said Amun was some deity or some spook god or some unseen god that was just on earth like them. They never said that. They said that the Amun from, were from above. They said the Amun were from above. The Amun was from above. The Amun ray was on earth, the receiver, but the Amun were from above. And they made that clear that these were not just regular people. These are not regular people. These are a race of beings who are of a higher level, of a higher order. So what would you call them? You cannot call them human. You cannot. You see, no matter how much you want to try and align yourself with them, because again, that's just something our people are taught a lot that we are taught, but we can clearly see that we're something else beyond that for the people that are really paying attention and looking. And they already know that our people are beyond that, something beyond that, beyond human. So they're not going to ever say 
that these people are arming, they'll they'll fight it tooth and nail because see once you accept that you are another species of being separate from the human, then that opens up another can of worms. Because now if if the bees come out and say, Well, you black people are really a race called almond, you're you know, we just called you black to, you know, hide your true identity, would these Negroes really believe it? Would they really believe it? Yeah, they would. They would accept it from him. But he's not going to tell you. He's going to dance around it. He's going to dance around it. He's not going to say yay or nay. He's going to either dance around it, ignore it, act like it's crazy. But then you won't ask him the question, who is man and who is mankind? Who came first, man or mankind? Obviously, man had to come before mankind. Now, you they acknowledge that the human race is mankind. Do they not? They acknowledge that when they're talking about the human race, they're talking about mankind. Yes or no? When they're speaking about the human race, they're speaking about mankind. So if they acknowledge the difference between man and mankind, they just said the human race is mankind. And who is man? Who is man? One small step for man, another large step for mankind. Who is man? And I've also heard of the things where they, uh, uh, they've differentiated man from mankind. They differentiate that. So who is man? Who is mankind? That's what a lot of the doubting, doubting Thomases need to ask themselves. Who is man and who is mankind? What did they mean when they said one small one one small step for man, one giant step for mankind? If that's how the quote went, something like that. They will let things slip out. You see, they will let things slip out. So instead of other than trying to you know hold things back, they'll tell people the stuff, and they know it'll go over a lot of people's heads. They'll let you know certain things, and and you know. Even and acknowledging what I'm saying, then they'll let it just go over their head. That's all. Let me take a call. Four seven zero. Menzek Menzor. Menzek. Emerald Scott Z. Uh, you remember how <clears throat> on one of the broadcasts you were talking about, um, you know, they had the brother stand up there and you know talk about if he were a praying man or whatever talking about the a man and the a woman or a a man and a woman and all that. Mhm. Mhm. It's pretty much the same it's pretty much the same thing. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The creation of the confusion but at the same time showing up to be the the, the savior with the answer. Exactly. But still but still not giving you the answer. No, no. They, you see, again, people are trying to wait for the white man just because that's what they really say when they say they want proof and they want, you know, where are you getting this from? Where's your proof and things? They really just want the white man to say. Or if I said this white archaeologist over here says that these race of people are the blacks, the so-called black people are really a race of almonds. They waiting for that to happen. They waiting for that to happen. But like I said, that just goes to show that they waiting for the so-called white man to confess and give them the answer. Now, he could be lying if he says certain. He could be lying. They don't question him on whether he's lying or whether he's making stuff up. 
because nine times out of ten the things he said that don't don't make sense. And if you ask him concerning this almond thing, who's man and who's mankind, they're not gonna answer that. Or they'll try and give you some jumbled up answer, act like they don't know. Nobody's seen to court that. So moving forward, uh, as you know, mental like just continues to superimpose itself onto the masses from the fourth dimension down just to crushing down. Yeah. What type of time frame yep. what type of time frame are we looking at as it relates to you know, since we're talking about just anything we want to talk about, what about the intelligent questions that we're gonna be, you know, instructed to start asking? Oh, and you gotta talk more to the farm here. What I'm Take saying is, is it going to take, take further unification of the elect to uh, to bring on more questions that are going to further superimpose or further crush the three dimensions? Yeah, it would take the elect being gathered because, see, people, they instead of worrying about the time, they need to worry about the time in which the elect are going to be gathered because nothing's going to be happening, you know, on a full scale until the elect are gathered. The elect are being gathered now, and the process is ongoing. It's like the machine is booting up. When you see the machine booting up and it's showing you on the computer, it's like at 25%, at 10%, at 15%, 25% before it gets to 100 That's the same process. And finding the elect, that is the restructuring and the rebuilding of the almond race, the ascension, connecting with the ascension. And as it, and as it also relates to the mental upgrades, you know, like just like the language that we're developing, just from a future thinking perspective, it's got to be the you know not without saying original, but it has to be that eternal, that extended, that uh, that uh, projected language that all the other languages come from, including English. Just like what Ahmed had conveyed, had projected, and had uh, bestowed upon me. And I shared it with the brothers that these forms is dealing with the, the, the anatomy, is dealing with supremacy of the mind, is dealing with creativity, and it's a self-defense course that I'm now able to offer for our children to actually be able to defend themselves. And it's called Z-form, and it's, you know, written out in two different forms, but I've been given it. Hold on, let me stop you. Drawing. Let me stop you. Where does this come from? It comes from the reception that I make in the, in the specific hours, in the specified hours. And so I'm thinking, come, that, you know, from a future think, from a future thought, since the language that we're developing obviously comes from the future, that it, it basically is where all the other languages came from. Would that well, not be logical? No. Just like whatever. This, no, because uh, let me explain something. Let me tell you why. Just like I explained one time to this guy the other day that almond is an ongoing thing. You see, just like when people were projected here, as soon as they were projected here, when the almond race were projected here, that was the future coming into the present. That was the future coming forward and I should say leaving the past and the present behind because 
everything is led by the future. So in the future going forward, everything is a constant upgrade. So things are being upgraded, and the things that are being upgraded right now, even to where we are in language, there's still an upgrade. Even in using this language we're using here, there's always upgrades. So when people talk, when so when, let me just let me say when people oh, hold on hold on hold on. So when people try to make a connection with the languages of the past, keep in mind that was their expression in the past of trying to say or trying to get an ultrastanding on idea of where we are now. Our ultrastanding is further ahead than theirs. So. Because we, we are being aligned for the fourth dimension, so therefore our ultrastanding is going to be ahead of theirs. Along with all your other upgrades. Say it again? I can't say again? Along with all the other upgrades, the mental upgrades, the, the solar expansion. You said how long? Exception. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about everything is being extended in us first. It's basically also the upgrades mentally, physically, soulfully first. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, it may have been a breakdown in communication. Trying yeah, because I, I... Clear. You, you hear me correctly? Correct. Yeah, you hear me now, correct? Yeah. Yeah, my apology for that. I try to stay on top of the phone. But that's all I had to add, Menzor. Who's that okay. for taking my call? Welcome. Menzor. All right, we're going to play a little bit of music. And uh, we shall be back and we will discuss this further. Let me see what I want to play here. We're going to be doing Mesoamerican Radio on Saturday. Mesoamerican Radio. We shall be right back.
giant leap for mankind when they said they went to the moon because they acknowledged that they were mankind and that they made a giant step as opposed to man who came first who made who did all these things already the man whose image or the race of men and women whose image they were created in that's why he made the statement see the humans know that there is a race that they were created in the image of one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, meaning that to the race of the race of almond beings that came before the human, them going to the moon or going through the stars or going to other planets is nothing to the almond. They already did that already. Everything that mankind is doing, we did already. Everything they're doing right now, we did. And everything that they got is a vibration of what we did first in the fourth dimension. That's what that means that our people were advanced. When they're talking about the whole idea of heaven and man going and people going to heaven and making it into heaven and hell and all this other stuff, these are real states of being. This is real. This is reality. Again, what did I say? Heaven is the fourth dimension. And they know that in heaven is where our people reside or the fourth dimension is where we belong. That's why the white man said, you know, you're going to get your glory and all this stuff in heaven. They would tell us that during slavery because they acknowledged that that time in which they were in rulership was their time. And we were in servitude for them for that short period of time as a form of punishment. You see, we were sentenced and punished as the almond to go up under our creation, the humans. You see, because, again, they are human 
and we are not human, what are we? What are we if we came first before the humans? What are we? I'm still waiting for people to say and tell us. See, because, again, there's no all this, you know, uh, they're trying to make it into some um, figurative world. There's no figurative world. It's a real world that comes or that is an ascension of this one. There's no, this is no, it's nothing figurative. Heaven or the description of heaven or a future world or a greater world, that comes from our people. The description of our people, a future world, the afterlife, the future world, the extended world, the fourth dimension. That's all they're saying. Let me take another call. 470. Yeah, my apologies. I was actually jumbling with the phone, and I got a little ahead of myself. Uh, the point, the initial point I was trying to make was he actually brought out another term, a new term, uh, manimal. And actually the reason I posted it is because he said at the beginning of the report and at the end of the report, they were trying to differentiate the uh, – the the susceptibility of the COVID shot or whatever they were talking about, and they were they were mm-hmm. talking about on the low referring yeah, to your, your phone as your manimal. phone went down. Your phone. You, you, you go go you back know. a little bit. You, you, yeah, go ahead. Was referring ahead. to himself as manimal in a Congress or like one of those Senate. Senate panels in high government that are reading the susceptibility of the COVID shot referring to themselves as manimal before at the beginning of it and at the ending mm-hmm. of the new term. So that's why I posted it because there's this new thing they call themselves manimal, which is a, like a spinoff of mankind. Yeah, manimal, mankind, mammals, it's all the same thing. All they're doing is proving exactly what I said about them. They're animals on two legs. That's all they are. They're animals on two legs. And they came, They were created down here, and we were projected from the fourth dimension. And again, humans are not from the fourth dimension. Humans are a creation on the third dimensional level. Humans are not fourth dimensional. You see, they're not. Okay, another projected um, I have a whole other question. Go ahead. No, go, go, what were you going to ask? As the projection aspect of our arrival, right? Is uh-huh. it because we created the time locks and we created the time frames? Is that why it takes some some of us 25, 30, 40 years to come into the awareness or the recollection and the, and the acknowledgement that we are from the future and or first, fourth dimension? You said because of the timeline? You asked because of the timeline that we created? The time locks and the time frames that we had to create to step into them. You know what I mean? Because we had to create these time locks to step into, you know, because we're coming from an eternal place in through to the time frame containment. Is that why it actually takes a certain amount of time to be born through through the you know, the spark, the demand, whatever, and then actually through the time line or the time frame that you were given, that you were allotted in predestiny, like when before, you know what I mean? Everything was already set in predestiny before it took place. But is it because we had to have the time frame for the development and growth? Yeah, everything, everything, the timeline, the timeline was for development and growth from the, first dimension to the second dimension to the third dimension 
everything had to have a timeline for growth and development. That's what the timeline is there for. So it's just a matter of time, basically, like you said before, in the ancient world and other realms and other worlds, wherever we were, whatever the time frame, whatever the mission, we always still managed to find each other within the time frame, within the setting, within the uh, the dimension. Correct. Oku. Class. That's ultra class. Who's that you? Yeah, timelines were set in place for development. I told you that your humans, being that they were created in the third dimension and the third the third billionth year of this planet is where your humans and your animals and all of them were created. Like I said, that was the timeline for them and the development for them and everything else that was here. Everything was supposed to develop on a certain time frame and a timeline. But we, being that we came or projected from the fourth dimension, we were on different timelines than the humans. Remember I told you we move on first, the humans move in seconds. So we were on a different timeline. So they know, and they've been trying to track our timeline with a spark of ever a sparker or that projection would hit our people again and we will wake up into this and we would start just, you know, becoming omni again because ask yourself a question. I could have picked any name if it was just about using a name. I could have received it any kind of way and been like, okay, we are the uh uh we are the Osirians or the Osirians or we are the Anunnaki. I could have used any word. Why do you think I used Amin? That was that was not something that, you know, I had to think about it just naturally popped in like Amin. We are the Amin race. It just popped in. Because everything, when they're speaking about the deities from the upper dimensions or the what they call heaven, the fourth dimension, they're speaking about us. They're speaking about us in motion to that state where we left from. They're speaking about us. Us in motion is represents us moving into the fourth dimension. That's the true motion, us moving into the fourth dimension. Because as we're starting to move closer to the fourth dimension, that's why that name Amun popped up. And nobody ever taught that we are a total different species known as Amun. And that's really who they are bearing witness to and what they wanted to attach themselves to in Greece and in Rome. Because look on there where they start calling themselves Amun, such and such Caesar, Amun this, Amun that. They knew from studying amongst the ancients what the name Amun meant. And if they came across that name, what Amun was in connection with our people. So that knowledge had to be hidden. That knowledge had to be hidden on who the Amun race was. You still had people, you know, like I said, who as a collective body were referring to themselves as Amun or Omen, like the Omex. It's the same thing. They had their time where they that thing flashed on them. That was that explosion. That flash came to them where they bore witness that they were Amun. And now here it is up from that time. We're in the 21st century, so-called 21st century. Now we are utilizing that name. You think that's by coincidence? That's not by chance. Who would ever think to go, oh, we're not the human race. We are the Amun race. We could have said, I could have said anything. Why Amun? I had no real connection with Egypt or any of that kinetic stuff other than, you know, what Dr. York and them were saying. But he said a whole bunch of deity names, a whole bunch of them. You see, things don't just pop in. For no reason. 
See, when they pop in, they pop in because they're meant to bring us into alignment. When that thing, those type of things, those connections come out of the blue, that's really from the blueprint. And the blueprint was laid out in the upper dimension, and it is streamed down or projected down into this third-dimensional state. It took that much time and all the things we had to go through to come into alignment with this because it would only be when we hit the final stance of this thing, when we come together in the third dimension, as we're coming together as a people, this would be the last stream of knowledge in this third dimensional realm that we would get before we started to ascend to the fourth dimension. Because, again, Amun is a fourth dimensional name. It is not a third dimensional name. It is not from ancient Egypt. It is not from Sumeria and all that. That is a fourth dimensional name that came down into the third dimension. Those time frames were third dimensional with the Egyptians and the Sumerians. That was third, all that's third dimension. Those names were streamed down into the third dimension from above, as the Chemites said, from above. What is above me? Above means fourth dimension. But because the Caucasians and the Greeks and the Romans, they made above or the fourth dimension, the next world, heaven. Heaven. And they wanted to be connected to heaven. This is why they had to create gods in their image and after their likeness. See how they went backwards to us? We created these humans, right, in our image and after their likeness. And then what did they do? They created gods in their image and after their likeness. Zeus, Apollo, right? And they used to attach Amun's name onto their gods. You see how they did everything in reverse? That's why this is key that we notice. This is key. One more break. We'll be right back.
Let me tell you something. When uh, when our people in the ancient world were talking about Amun, keep in mind they wasn't talking about no spook gods and no deities and none of this other stuff. We didn't deal with spookism and deities and all this unseen stuff. We didn't deal with that. They were talking about actual people, real people who came to them. Real people who were amongst them, walking amongst them, a race of lords amongst them who were not like them. When they were speaking about the Amun or Amun, they were speaking about real people. The white man comes with this nonsense of some unseen gods and some spook gods and some fake deities. That come from his Apollo and Zeus and all these fake Greek and Roman gods up in the skies and whatnot that they made. They got that from us, man. But when our people were speaking about Amun, they were speaking about real people. We didn't do the fake, spiritual, spooky thing. They had to do that. These humans had to do that because the fourth dimensional realm was a, un, a, 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 a otherworldly type of thing. That was something unseen to them, unknown to them. So when the art people were making descriptions of the ancient, of the future world or the world beyond this one, the next world, when they were talking about these beings, what they, all these Greeks and Romans did, who amongst them was put white face on and copy and make it Apollo and and made it some spiritualized thing. They were talking about real people here. We didn't do the spooky thing. We didn't do the spiritual thing. See, a lot of you so-called Egyptologists and all you people who, you know, became Egyptologists because of your connection through the so-called white man and his interest in Egypt – Y'all, y'all tend to look at our people through the eyes of Caucasians. You actually think that our people were dealing with religion. You actually think our people were talking about angels in the sky and all this other nonsense and unseen deities and spook gods and, and spiritual gods. No, that came from the Caucasians. What our people were making reference to and talking about the Anunnaki, the Amun, they were talking about a race of advanced beings. And who are those people today? Where did they go? Where did those, that race of advanced beings go? Who are their descendants on earth? You looking at them. You looking at them. And it would come in this day and time in the 21st century where we reclaim our name as the Amun race. We would reclaim our name. You see, that time has come where we would reclaim our name as the Amun race. You see, so like I said, it's no coincidence that we're using these names. Again, they were speaking about real people. You see, you can't, y'all can't, the people who can't see that or fathom that is because they still thinking with the mind of the Caucasian when it comes to uh, 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 um, advanced beings or this. You, you used to him telling you about God and some unseen God in the sky and the devil underground and all this. You used to that spiritualized stuff. So when we speak about these advanced beings, when we speak about the Amun, you not, and you hear how they associate Amun with their religion and use the name Amun to seal off their prayers. Keep in mind, their prayers have nothing to do with their religion. I'm going to say it again. Their prayers or what they're praying for has nothing to do with their religious practices because they are trying to make connection. Prayer is another way they're saying they're trying to make connection to something beyond them. That's what they're saying. When they're speaking to or trying to pray to their God, what they're really trying to say is they're trying to make connection with something that is beyond them a being or beings that are beyond them. And they heard about these beings from the ancient ones in Egypt and Sumeria, all these places like that, as the Amun being, Anunnaki, the Amun. That's where they hear that from, those in beings, those lords. So, like I said, 
the white man did nothing but copy from our people and put their names in there, and so they passed it on to the religion. And this was a whole thing of praying to God in the sky and whatnot. Like I said, that's nothing but them trying to water down the reality of the fourth dimension and where we are from. I told you, I, m- I remember this movie Warner Brothers made, I think it was the 1920s or something like that, where they showed you so-called black people, bronze people. Everybody, it was a book. It was a, it was a, it was a strange film about heaven, and they showed you all the so-called black people in heaven wearing white and whatnot, and they was like singing, and they was all. It was no white people there. I remember this movie clearly. I didn't see the whole thing, but they showed you real people in heaven, so-called black people singing, wearing white robes and things like that in heaven, or in the, you know, in the sky, which is really them talking about the fourth dimension. You see. The space or the place beyond this one. Even the so-called Mongoloid Indians talked about the world beyond this one. They said the world beyond this one, meaning the reality, the extended dimension, the extended world beyond this one. They all acknowledge that. They just call it different things. There is no unseen gods. There is no gods and devils. There is no gods on no clouds. That is an extended state of this place here. In other words, what we are in now is a limited space. We are coming into a more extended space right now. This is why we are making reference to ourselves as the Amun. That's why that knowledge of us as the Amun race came forward by way of our ascendance. Because, like I said, I didn't have to say that. That was not contrived. It was like, oh, oh, I popped up one day. I figured, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I want to call our people something else. I want to call our people something else. Oh, let me call our people something. Oh, we the almond race. They didn't work like that. That literally just flashed into my head, literally, because that represented a movement toward the fourth dimension. When things start to flash from the blue, that means that you're in motion toward the fourth dimension. When things start to flash in, out of the blue. Real, really flash, not that fake, not no fake reception like AF none in them, but real reception, real reception, not copied reception, not secondhand reception, real reception. When that word almond flashed into my mind in the position I'm in, that was the direction in which we are supposed to go because that's who we really are. That is like an opening of this space we're in, this limited space as so-called black people, as Negroes, African all that's starting to be torn away. All that's starting to be, we're starting to outgrow that, and we're growing into something else. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Y'all follow what I'm saying? We're coming out of the old black and white picture and into a, pic, into a color picture. And in the color picture, there's the almond race. In the color picture, there's the almond race. We're just coming into an extended form of who we are. That's why we knew that that name Amen, and when I said it, notice nobody gave me no real pushback on that. I questioned the name Amen more than anybody else did. Nobody gave me no pushback on that. I questioned it because I knew I thought eventually somebody would question it. So I said, let me go ahead and just answer this and put it to put it to rest. Why we use the name Amen? Let me go ahead and answer that logically, because that is always a future name. Amen is never a name of the past or the present. It is a future name, and I'm going to explain that tomorrow. That whether that what if Amin's name is past, present, or future. I'm going to explain that tomorrow in great detail. It's always futuristic, and we are always headed toward the future, are we not? Are we not always headed toward the future? So it was a time when we were 
black, African-American, Negro, certain people are going to die that way, we're moving into something else. We're evolving or we're advancing towards something else. That's when you start getting these things flashing in. I became New Benjamin Carres. I be, you know, I, the Republican intellect came. Y'all all appeared here. Y'all changed y'all names. We became the almond race. All this stuff was flashes. This was all flashes of the fourth dimension that we're headed toward. Exactly. Forward motion. Exactly. So people who are not part of that forward motion, they're never going to get that. They're not going to get why we call ourselves the honorary. And like I said, as 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 we start, as we're moving more, more and more forward toward that, and more things are going to be revealed every to every day. That's why I'm doing this broadcast. More and more things are going to be revealed on this path toward the fourth dimension. We're going to get more and more illumination. You're going to see everybody for who they are, even the people who are not really of Amen, even the ones who are not of Amen. They're going to show who they are. You see, because we're in the time of illumination. Illumination is the power that moves us toward the fourth dimension. Illumination is. Illumination is the power that moves us toward the fourth dimension. That is part of the solar projection. When we receive those bright transmissions, those extended transmissions of who we are, what we came here for, where we actually came from, where we're going, when we get that, that's a sign that we're on a path of motion. And like I said, everybody's not going to be on that path because, as I said before, the people who are not meant to be part of that movement, they're never going to understand us as the almond race. They're not going to understand who we are as the almond race. They're not going to get that. Everything was meant to happen in stages from Elijah Muhammad's movement to Dr. York to me now. All these things are meant to happen in stages because we these were the greatest movements that gave us the greatest clarity. These are the best movements. These are the only real movements that gave us real clarity into who we are, that took stages and steps into who we are. Everybody else was trying to be a go by what the so-called white man said he was. The white man said y'all was African, y'all was black people. The people that ride with that and still ride with that, those are people are not of the fourth dimension. Those are not the forward people. Those are not the forward-thinking people. Those are the people who are moving in rotation. If you still so much you black and you African-American and Negro in 2021, then that means you're in the part of, you're part of the rotation now. You're not part of the, of, the, of the extension. You're not part of the linear line. And this is why I don't like answering questions for these kind of people because no matter what you tell them, it's never going to sync up with them because they're not a part of it. I'll just be like, you know, I'll say what I say, and I'm like, whether you accept it or not, it's okay. I'm not asking you to believe it, but you're never going to accept it, nor will it ever sink in because you're not part of it. You can only see things that you're meant to see. You can only hear things that you're meant to hear. So when our people heard Amen, it made all the sense in the world. But if your sensory is not in alignment with the fourth dimension, then you're going to be like, well, where's your proof at? Well, where's your proof at? I've been giving you proof all night. But what they really looking for, like I told you, is the white man to say, oh, you guys are the Amen race. That's all, just any white man. Any white man will do. Y'all guys are the Amen race. That's really what they're looking for, and that's and, and that's enough for them. And the white man ain't even got to – he ain't got to say nothing. He ain't got to – all he got to do is just say it. That's really what they're looking for because they're still slaves. They're still slaves. Black people are still slaves. They're not a vomit. They're still slaves, and they're looking for the so-called, quote-unquote, truth to come from their slave master, the white man, who they see as God. They're not going to accept anything from me no matter what I show them. I just want y'all to know that. 
That's why I said mentelec is not for black people. Mentelec is only for the elect who are of the almond race. That's it. The people who left out of here, the people that faded the black out of here, you're not of almond. And like I said, you're really of that spiritual realm because the spirit is the reflection of the soul. The spirit is the low vibration of the soul. And like I said, these are the people who will always be in the dark in a state of mystery when it comes to almond. They always will. They won't. They 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 don't sync up with Amen. Because we standing forward, going forward into the future, we are standing in the twenty first century. Wouldn't it not make sense that we would take on the next name, a name that was in alignment to who we are, as the Omni race? Because again, the Amen, the Omni, the Omni. It's all the same thing. The Omni. You see, the all encompassing, the extendable. That's all the same thing, and that represents us in different stages and different dimensions and different stages of development. That's all that represents. That's us in growth and states of development in all of these dimensions. And like I said, who are not able to receive that, oh, well, they're not a vomit. That's why. Simple as that. Ask yourself a question. Why were you able to receive the name, when I gave y'all the name of Amen as the race, the name of our race, why were y'all able to receive it and others were not? Y'all didn't receive it because y'all wanted to believe me. Why would you want to believe me? Who am I? You received it because it made all the sense in the world. It rang, it rang as reality in your sensory because everything I say for those who are meant to receive it is going to ring as reality or ring, ring as reality in your sensory. It's going to make, in other words, it's going to make sense to you. It's all going to sync up. You're going to be like, oh, that makes sense. And I told you, anything that makes sense is reality. Anything that makes sense is reality. Anything that makes sense is real. The things that don't make sense, that's the, that's the falsehood. That's the lie. That's the belief. The things that don't make sense, the things that you can't question. People living on top of clouds with wings and all this, and you don't know what the hell none of that means. But you got millions of people that believe in it. Follow that. So what does that tell you? You got millions of people that believe in some people with white robes and wings, white people with white robes and wings on top of some goddamn cloud somewhere. You got millions of people that believe that. I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today. He said he got into an argument with his father years ago back in the 70s because he said he met, got with the five percenters, and he said that the five percenters told him that God was a black man, which, you know, of course, came from Elijah Muhammad and them. And his father, his father, country Negro, so who told you that God is white? He said, God, this nigga said God is white. God is white. You see? He said, and, and, and that's, who they, that, that's, who they, that's what they think. And in all reality, God is white. God is white, but the Lord is bronze. God is white, but the true Lord is bronze, bright, illuminated. Why I say God, I'm only speaking about in figurative terms of the now. God is anyone who is in charge. These humans were gods over the people, over certain people. But that was only meant to be for a certain time. As you can see, that time is coming to an end. Hail Amen. So let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. How do we know that Amen is the real name of our race and not human? You already see who the human race is. We don't have no place within the human race. Look at them. From the East Indian down to the Caucasian, that's your human race. Where do we fit into that? What, 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 what we would be if we would be something extra. 
We would be something extra if we tried to fit into the human race. We wouldn't even fit. They already got a black race. They already got people dark as us with straight hair in the human race. So where do we fit in? We would be something extra, thus the term extraterrestrial. Thus the term extraterrestrial. The movie we watched Sunday, E.T. I said E.T. was really supposed to be a so-called black man. Steven Spielberg originally had E.T., the extraterrestrial, as a black man or a creature that looked like a black man until Quincy Jones told him to change it. He, Quincy Jones, said it himself. So if we were the humans, then that would be an extension for the humans. We don't fit into the human race. They already got everybody in the human race they, that they're supposed to have in there. Where did the name Amun come from? It came from the fourth dimension. It, well, it came from the upper dimensions. Amun is a race, our race, which are falsely being called black. And the people who have just accepted that they are black people, they're not of the Amun race. The people who looking at Amun as some ancient deity and some god in the sky, those are the people who have been brain-stained by the white man. They think like Caucasians. They're looking at our people and trying to understand them through the, through the ears and through the eyes of the so-called white man. As they're trying to have an understanding of our people, that proves they was never in alignment with our people and they're not the people of the future. Because if you got to still look at and think it, think about things or receive things through the mind of the white man, in other words, you need him to validate everything for you for you to accept it as reality, then that means you're not real because he's not even real. You you base reality on what he thinks or what he tells you. Okay? Uh, is 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 it really comedic? Is Amun comedic? No, it is not. The name Amun was passed through ancient comedic through Samaria and all the bunch and beyond um, Sumeria. It was projected here. Where did and again, how would they know about how would these um so-called Sumerians and all these people know about the, um these people in the skies and all this other stuff? This is not something that's made up. We wasn't doing fictitious things. We didn't we didn't tell fictitious stories. We dealt with reality in detail, and you can see them them accounts in detail, and they really make sense. You could tell the white man plagiarized the Bible from those accounts. Just look at the Numa Elish and the Gilgamesh epic and the exp, uh, explanation. That's basically the story, the, the account of the Amun. That's the account of the Amun coming from the fourth dimension into the third. That's all. All right. Um, where did the human come from? From our creation. From all creation here on earth in the third dimension. What difference, what's the difference between man and mankind? Man is us, the almond race. Mankind is the human race, the created race. That's it. We're going to close out the name of almond by the power of almond. And almond we trust, and almond we thank, and almond we continue forward forever. I'm the intellectual new business car race. Guys back here tomorrow night at 10 and also at 7 for Mesoamerican Radio. Good night. Mm-hmm.